With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and tonight I am joined by Kev McCluskey and Laura Bradburn to discuss Dundee United 0, Celtic 2. Someone said at halftime, relax, patience, it's only halftime. Kev, they were right, it was uh, Donny Boy, wasn't it? And he was absolutely spot on, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Exactly, wise, wise words spoken by Donny Boy, if that is who it was. Exactly, yeah. I think... Uh, I think at halftime, a lot of the emotion that was going out around was about that VAR call. Yeah. And I think that came, that probably uh, skewed a lot of people's thinking about that half, maybe. Because we didn't actually get a chance to talk about how we played. And we were pretty dominant in the first half. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was lacking was a goal. 
And if that incident hadn't happened, if the keeper just comes out and wins the ball cleanly, cleanly or you know whatever, and we don't have that incident to talk about, I think we have quite a calm half-time discussion about how we're on top, we're creating chances, half chances, and if we just keep on doing what we're doing, it'll come. And as Donny Boy says, have patience, have kind of faith in the process, and we'll get there. The goals will come, and that's exactly what happened in the second half. We just went out there, we kept on playing our game, our style imposed our way in the game. We get two quick goals within the first 10, 15 minutes of the half and it's job done. And the rest of the half was pretty straightforward, really. Yeah, you're right. Barry McCloskey, welcome to the show, Barry. I hope you're doing well. You are commenting on the YouTube channel. Surely we can come up with something better than Seven Nation Army as a song for O. Oh, disappointing. Talking of songs, I heard just uh, as the players were coming off the park at Tanadice there, they were playing a B-side from Oasis in their absolute pomp. The song, of course, was Acquiesce. And if you look at the definition of that, it's accept something reluctantly but without protest. <laughs> uh, did we do that on the VAR in the first half, Laura Bradburn? Listen, uh, I accept when I came on at half time, I was caveating an awful lot of what I said by saying, I don't really know what the rule is. Like, somebody update me, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I've looked it up and honestly, like, I'm even more convinced that I was correct in a lot of what I was saying. So, the point I made about Liam Smith standing on the ball and VAR getting involved to reverse that decision, I was totally wrong about because I've read it up and apparently it only applies to goal or no goal decisions, penalty or no penalty, direct red card or a case of mistaken identity. So that's fair enough. But going back to the original penalty decision, um, point three of the IFAB rule says the original decision given by the referee, which in this case was to award the penalty, will not be changed unless the video review referee clearly shows that the decision was a clear and obvious error. Now, I I think you can debate whether you think it was a penalty or not. You can make a case one way or another whether you think it was a penalty or not. What I don't think anybody can say is that his decision to award that penalty was a clear and obvious error. He saw enough there to, to, to call it a foul. And I don't think any video assistant referee sitting in a room can look at that and go, well, there was no foul there. Because as we've all talked about, there could have been a foul from the goalkeeper, there could have been a foul from the defender, there could have been a foul from both. But to me, a clear and obvious error is awarding a penalty when there's been no contact or awarding an offside when the player's not offside or something like that that's black and white. In this case, it wasn't black and white and so I think the referee's original decision should have stood. Mm. See what that's what I love, Laura. You make a point, you think, you know what, I'm gonna back this up with evidence, you know, and you've gone and done it. And that that's a very interesting point that you make there. Uh, because it, it wasn't clear and obvious, Kevin, that, that, that there wasn't an infringement. I mean, we even spoke about that at half time. Not to yeah. labour the point because see. you know, but it just wasn't obvious. No. And if it goes the other way, if the ref doesn't give the penalty, does VAR pull it back? to get a review because there's a clear and obvious mistake and it should have been a penalty. It doesn't. It wasn't clear and obvious. So whether it's the right call or the wrong call, the original one should stand in that case. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to bring up a couple of points here now. Kevin Graham did, in fact, stockroom Tim, predict that AJ's form was going to dip after a, a bit um, with his initial good form. Um, I think that's natural. We were talking about this in the studio, actually, during the game. And, you know, I think the arrival of Johnson has really softened the blow 
of us, you know, losing a quality player in Juranovic. Nobody's denying the fact Juranovic was a quality player. Um, you know, he had a bit of that cultiness about him that, that the fans really took to him. And he's left without much disappointment, it's got to be said, Laura. I mean, I've, I've said it before. I don't like quality players leaving Celtic. But it was almost like, right, he's running his race. We've got a replacement. Let's move on. Um, but the one thing I would say to that is if and when AJ's form dips a wee bit, you've got Tony Ralston. And and just been bigging him up and his attitude up in the last couple of weeks as well. Yeah, um, I mean, if you watch uh, Johnston and Taylor doing the Scottish slang uh, video during the week, then Tony Ralston might not be too happy with that one. I think I think the phrase Glaikit was used to describe him at one point, which was a bit unfair, but whether he's Glaikit or not, he's a good enough right-back to come in for, for Alistair Johnston, that's for sure. I'm just more disappointed that Greg Taylor didn't know what Glaikit meant, having been born and raised in this country, but there you go. Um, but no, I think, I think like you say, the, the, the arrival of Johnston and um, the way that he seems to have slotted in and the attitude he seems to have to the way that Ange wants to play is absolutely ideal. It's exactly what you're looking for. I do think Kevin's got a point in that he, he's, his form was always likely to dip, dip not, leastly, but not least because of the way that he plays. He's so energetic, he's so gets up and down the pitch so much, not everything's going to come off for him and therefore there are going to be situations where a backup's needed. But as we've seen from Tony Ralston, he's a more than adequate backup uh, domestically and as far as European football is concerned, I still think he can do a job for us. So yeah, I think Juranovic, losing a player of that quality is always a blow, but it's certainly not the blow it might have been had we not got Johnston in. You know, I've seen people, Kevin, um, maybe cynically, saying that we are replacing players with lesser players. But I don't subscribe to that. I know Juranovic had a particularly good World Cup, but this is his peak. This is Juranovic, you know, hitting his peak at this moment in time. We replaced him with someone else who was also at that World Cup. But the difference being, he's got quite a few years on Juranovic. So I don't subscribe to the fact that it's a backward step, um, maybe even a sideward step. We've brought someone in who is more than capable of you know, fulfilling that particular position. It's more of a specialist position now that we use it as an inverted fullback. Um, but it's not as though we've pulled out a rookie card here. This is someone who's got the experience. He's got the international experience at the highest level. And I think over the piece, we're all been pretty happy with the performances of Johnson. Yeah, I think so. I think when you sign a player uh, to replace someone else, the lowest quality that you're looking for is that he's of the same standard as the player that he's replacing. Ideally, you want someone that's better. Johnson, at the moment, from what he's shown, for me, is is it's shown enough that he's at least at the level of Juranovic. Um, what, he's 22, 23 years old, something like that. He's got lots of potential to grow and um, you know, become an even better player. He's international level. He's played at a World Cup. He's had other interest in him outside of us, um, but he wanted to come here because he was going to get his first team football and a chance to prove himself in Europe. I definitely don't think he's a, a backwards or a sideward step. I think he's a signing where he's going to come in he has seamlessly transitioned into the team just now to the point where um, well, Juranovic isn't a distant memory, but the the loss has, has um, been massively softened. And yeah, I think, yeah, as as he grows into the team, he will only become better. 
I don't mm-hmm. think it's a backwards or sideways move at all. I think he's someone that's going to prove himself to be a really useful member of the team. And on top of that, he comes in and he's another player that will help Anthony Ralston become a better player because Ralston's going to have to raise his game again to get back in. So I think there's so many positives and knock-on effects from this, but I definitely wouldn't um, have any negative thought about Johnston coming in with what he's shown us so far. No. The thing with Ralston is, um, I've said this before as well, he seems to be someone who is low maintenance. You know what I mean? Any player that's been out of the side for the best part of a year um, under you know, a, a collection of different managers, yet who still turns up for training, who still takes the loan deals when they come up and whenever they are asked to perform and goes out there and gives 100%, Laura. It's one of the things that we, we can become so focused on the razzmatazzi, the performances and the goals and everything else that we're watching. And in the background, you've got a guy in Tony Ralston who, you know, this time next week, if he's asked to do a job, he'll step in, no complaints, and he'll do it. And he'll step in. I think there's only been one occasion where he looked a wee bit rusty at Fur Park last year. And he tends to just step in as if he's never been out of the team. He's a real asset to the squad. He's a, he's, a, he's a really good example of, you know, sometimes I think we as Celtic supporters forget that not every player that comes to our club falls in love with it to the extent that we are in love with it for obvious reasons and therefore isn't happy to be a bit part player and wants to start every week. Tony Ralston, I'm sure, would prefer to be the starting right back for Celtic. There's no doubt about that. But other than that, he's living every Celtic supporter's dream. He's a Celtic footballer. He's part of the first team squad. He gets to play when there's a job required of him and he gives his utmost when he's asked. That's all you can ask for from the guy. And I think also because he's so down to earth and because he's, you know, a local guy and seems pretty humble from all accounts, you can sometimes, I think, downplay his ability as a footballer. Now, don't get me wrong, he's had to improve massively because of... um some of his early performances, but I do think he's a better footballer than he's sometimes given credit for. There's no way Ange Postacoglu keeps a player around if he doesn't value them as a footballer. We've seen what happens. We talked about it before the show. If you've not got the right attitude or the ability, he'll he'll have no problem with sending you on your way, and he hasn't done that with Tony Ralston, so that should tell you everything you need to know about him. I'm just checking here, Laura, because he makes his debut in 2015. Yes, I am squinting my eyes because I'm half blind. 2015. So he's been in and around the Celtic first team now for eight years. Mm. That's astonishing, isn't it? Mm. When's his testimonial coming up? Oh, who knows? Who knows? If There's there's some other players that I think uh, if they get a testimonial, he certainly deserves one, and I think he'll probably get one at some point. And like, again, the record books are not going to show a massive number of appearances for the amount of time he's been a Celtic player, but he's going to be fondly remembered by Celtic supporters because of the way that he's played and some of the goals that he's scored. We've talked about it often enough back in that terrible season of 2019-2020 uh, and, and, and the season after. Ralston being on the pitch was an indication that you were in for a bit of a torrid time. Now he's anything but. He's You're pleased to see him there when he's there and every Celtic supporter feels like they've got a representative on the pitch playing for them. For sure. I mean, you know, going from 
Tony Ralston to another homegrown talent in Callum McGregor. And McGregor made his 400th appearance tonight. Um, and I've often spoken about the 500 club. Uh, Tony Ralston, in fact, has made 78 appearances for Celtic. So he could maybe get a testimonial after about 200 appearances. We'll, we'll wait and see. Um, but McGregor made his 400th appearance tonight. Uh, and I think it's worth noting, uh, and I'm, I'm going to go back to the Burnaby discussions that we've had, it's worth noting that Tony Ralston... Uh, Greg Taylor, Callum McGregor and Aaron Moy, all in this team, have all come in for a bit of stick at certain points of their Celtic career, albeit Moy's career has not been that long at Celtic Park. But they came through it and they proved themselves to be at different levels, um, you know, real assets to Celtic Football Club. And I think I was feeling a bit last week for Bernabe. I know he wasn't involved tonight, but I, I, I was feeling for him, Kevin, because he's been getting a bit of stick. And um, as soon as Taylor comes back, he knew, we all knew he's going to drop out because he's not on the same level as Greg Taylor. But we can't write players off as simply as that. And I think that the likes of Ralston, even McGregor making his 400th appearance tonight, shows that we just can't write players off as, as easily as that. Aye, absolutely. If you if you focus on McGregor for a bit, uh, so he went out on loan to Notts County and... I think they had an option to buy him. I think they wanted to sign him. They couldn't afford him. There was, I'm sure there was something like that. He was a player who could have easily disappeared when he was 19, 20 years old and gone and played in the lower leagues in England and been lost to Celtic. Then he's, he's come back. It's Ronnie Dyla that's given him his chance. Mm-hmm. He's a player who was prepared to wait for his chance and, and take it. Um, so, I mean, you can't write players off. And so early in the career. Um, but where are we going with this one? Uh, yeah, you, you just can't afford to do it because uh, it's it's foolish. I think I think um, I think we put too early a shelf life on players. There, that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to get to with this one. We yeah. put too early a shelf life on players, and we think that by the time a player is nineteen, twenty, or twenty-one, if he's not a first team regular, then he's never going to make it, and that. That doesn't have to be the case. Players can get more time now, I think, to to develop and grow into teams. And if, if you want to bring it to Bernabeu, he's a young lad. He's moved from South America to Glasgow. It's a big culture shock for him. It's a big change. He's come in as a second-choice player at Celtic behind Greg Taylor. I think Jared made the point during the week uh, on the Friday show that you then can't expect him to be coming in and putting in first team, first class performances straight away because he's going to have to bed into the team anyway. You can't expect him to play two or three games a week after not playing regularly for months. So you've got to manage players like that and just gradually bring them into the team. Mm -hmm. It helps that we've got a tailor in front of him who's going to take a lot of that burden off him. But yeah, like don't overburden players. In 18, 19, 20, 21, 22... Players are still learning the game. They're still learning their trade. Um, Bernabeu, I think for me, has shown enough that going forward, at least, he's a really good prospect. Defensively, I've got some doubts over him, but he's young enough that he can learn that side of the game. So, you know, there is a bit of just kind of lay off the players at time and mm-hmm. let him actually <clears throat> find his way in the team. And if he isn't good enough, if it proves that over time he isn't good enough, Angel, get rid of him because yep. we, he's he's shown that already that he's going to take that ruthless streak. 
Conversely, if he is good enough. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. And I'm just seeing it week in, week out in training. I think he and other players will be given the time that they need to go and fulfill that promise and become kind of regular starting players. And, and they'll get to the level that they deserve to get to by putting in that effort. The key thing there, I think, Kevin, is what we spoke about before, that ruthlessness. It doesn't matter if Ange's brought the player in, if the player's in on loan, if they're not meeting that standard, he will remove you from the football club. And the fact that he's obviously sticking by Bernabe for the time being would suggest that he thinks he's got what it takes. And uh, hopefully we will see him flourish, as we saw Greg Taylor for flourishing in the same position. Um, Stockroom, Tim, you're back in. We fought hard for a scrappy win away from home in January. I'm very happy with that. Can't always be silky football, but there was a wee bit of silky football on display, Laura. I mean, some very good performances in there. And of course, happy to see O coming on and making his debut. Maybe not uh, enough for us to make any kind of um, judgment on his performance, but it is good to see him in. And again, a bit like Johnson, we're getting the replacement in before inevitably, Yakimakis leaves the building. Yeah, um, just before we go on and talk about him in a little bit more detail, D Macklin, for me in the comments, uh, has won the competition for what the song should be. You're the one that I want, you are the one I want, oh, oh, oh. That's, that's got to be it for me. I would love the fans to be singing that one. But he, look, he looks promising. He looks really mobile. He looks like... Um, I don't want to say like a, a unit. I've seen more physically imposing players than him, but he certainly can hold his own. Um, he looks like he can, he can deliver a ball, but he was also taking up really good positions in and around the box. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before he scores his first goal, and I'm always one of these people that, for strikers especially, I like to see them get that as quickly as possible and get the monkey off their back as far as that's concerned. But you can tell why Ange likes him. He, he looks determined. He looks like a hard-working player. Um, he looks like he wants to play at an intensely high uh, level um, and with high intensity in the way that he plays, the same as most of the players that have come in um, that Ange has signed. So I think he looks like another find. It will remain to be seen whether it, it works out for him, but I'm, I'm pleased with what I've seen so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was just fleeting so far, but it is good to see the physicality of the player, Kevin, in that short appearance that he made, that cameo. Um, and obviously, he's a player that uh, Anne said was the one that he wants. You see what I did there, Laura? He was he was the player he wanted. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to start singing. I'm definitely not going to start singing. Um, but again, I'm more impressed with the fact that we're just doing business so so well. We're getting the player in. Yakamakis would probably expect him maybe even tomorrow or the next day for an announcement to be made on his future. Uh, but we're doing it the right way around now nowadays, aren't we? That's yeah, one for you, I'm Kev. not sure who that one was too. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it was a dummy. It was a dummy yeah, yeah. and I've just passed it to you. <laughs> you you stole me a dummy there. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if it's a dummy, it's landed at the right man, I'm telling you. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's great. 
Thank you, Laura. It's great <laughs> to see us actually doing that uh, for a change, actually being proactive in, in our transfer dealings. Because so often in the past we've, we've been that bit reactive um, and it's you almost, you've almost felt at the end of a transfer window or during one that there's been no plan as to what we want to do at the end of it and how we want to come out from it. Now with Ange, we're doing business before the windows start even mm-hmm. and we're getting players lined up that they're coming in so that on the 1st of January or the 1st of whenever the summer window starts, there's players coming in. And you can see that there's a there is a bit of a process now, and we're going. Uh, I see you're laughing, Laura, probably because you're hearing Pirlo in the background now. <laughs> um, we're we're seeing we're seeing that there's definitely a process now, and there's a plan of attack. You see how we want to um, approach a transfer window, the strength and depth that we want coming out of it at the end, the strength and the positions that we want, and we're going after top targets now. Andy's been saying this now that um, the players that he's getting in are the number one targets, and that's that's refreshing to hear. Rather than us having to go and you know maybe get the second or third choice, um, it's, so it's 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 really refreshing. It's great to see that we're actually being proactive and being ruthless and doing the thing of you know cutting a player if he's not going to have a future at the club, cutting a player if he thinks his future belongs somewhere else, and not uh, not letting players dictate to us. How our, how our policy goes. We're now dictating out how we want our policy to go. Yeah, for sure. I think if you use the word ruthless, you need to go back to Beaton and Rogic. You need to go back to the way Ange dealt with that situation, you know? Mm. It was just like, I think we were a wee bit surprised exactly. when that happened. Exactly. Um, and talking about radio yeah, two, silence... Two players Laura, you would have thought... Yeah, you so would have definitely you got... You would have definitely two, two, got two, two, two players you'd have thought would absolutely have stayed and had a future at the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Laura, we're talking about radio silence. It happens to the best of us, doesn't it? I mean, uh, obviously, people have a little button that they can press if they start panicking because it was too quiet. And I was on off the ball a few weeks ago. It was on Christmas Eve, actually, and um, a question was thrown at me, and I didn't realise it was for me. And I'm I'm sitting admiring their mic. I'm going, oh, I might get one of these for the studio. That's nice. I turned around and everybody's looking at me. I was like, I better speak. What was the question? <laughs> there we go. Lovely. Right, Tori uh, Daverin, beautiful avatar, a lovely top. That's an, it, that's one of the ones that became uh, better as the years went on because at the time it was quite controversial. Perfect second half to steady the nerves, some lovely football, a couple of goals and chances. Great substitutions, all topped off with some O minutes. Um, absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's great now that, you know, we'll get a player, we need to bring in a song because JP and I get slagged off for talking about music too much on a Thursday. Music and football is intrinsically linked. Um, I don't think anybody's got a problem with you talking about music. It's the music that you talk about that's the problem. We were going to do a boys' own special not- for you, Laura. A boys' own <laughs> special. But, you know, listen, talking of boys' own, it brings me to mind... Uh, Christy Dignam is obviously battling cancer at the moment. It's not the, for the first time. Lead singer of Aslan, big Celtic fan, thoughts and prayers with him and his family. Um, but he was offered at one point from uh, is it Louis Walsh, the guy that used to manage Boyzone and Westlife and all that. Is it Louis Walsh? He was on the. That's correct. Don't yeah. pretend you don't know that. Don't I don't, but I knew. I was waiting for you to confirm it because I know you're a mega fan. Um, <laughs> bringing back memories of Johnny Depp, mega fan. <laughs> You're mega fan, right? And um, he offered them like life changing amounts of money to buy his two best songs, but I get a co write on them. And we, Christy, was, oh. wasn't having it, he wasn't having it. He says they're my songs, so yeah. fair play. Uh, one of the best gigs I've been to in recent times was Aslan. So, uh, thoughts and prayers with the wee man, Autumn Glow, Jota was good today, Moyen Maida, 
are fast becoming my favourites in this team. Now, let's have a wee chat about that. We were talking about writing players off. People were writing Maedo off, Laura, earlier on this season. And when Moy signed, he was instantly written off by quite a number of people. It's got to be said, some people on Axon weren't sure of him. Two tremendous examples of why not to write a player off. Would you agree? Yeah, I think it's... um... I think it's again like a perfect example of the type of players that Ange wants around. So, in some ways, not spectacular. In some ways, not a Jota or a Kyogo or an Abada that at their best can get you off their seat. But players that you can rely on in and out. Maeda sometimes starts, sometimes comes off the bench, sometimes isn't included at all. He's his intention when he comes onto the pitch is always the same and and his desire is always the same. Whether it all comes off for him or not is is almost beside the point. The the fact is that he gives you a hundred percent. I nearly said a hundred and ten percent, but that really irks my dad. So he's watching and he hates when people say a hundred and ten percent because you can't give more than a hundred percent. But anyway, um he gives a hundred percent. And it, that's absolutely um, to be to be commended. Moy is honestly like I struggle to remember a player who's I, I'm going to say turned around their Celtic career, even though perhaps he's not turned it around. He's just kind of grown into it. Um, I can't think of a player who's done that more. If you'd said in August that we'd be sitting in January with Aaron Moy being one of the most vital players in our squad, I think most people wouldn't have believed you. But he's gone to the World Cup. He's he's had an absolutely fantastic performance. He's obviously come back with his confidence through the roof. And what's even better than that is so many players come back from the World Cup with confidence and then don't apply it for their clubs. He's applied it and more for the clubs. And he's been so often the driving force behind a lot of our victories recently. I've really, really enjoyed watching him. And I didn't have an overly negative opinion of him when he joined, but he certainly massively improved my opinion of him in the last few weeks. You know what I loved about that was he went to the World Cup, Kevin, to prove to us as Celtic fans, to prove to himself, to prove to to Ange. Mm -hmm. He wasn't going there to try and get a big money move. He was trying to get a game for the team he had just signed for. And um, he has turned into an absolute mainstay. And I've said just last week there, had you told me a few months back that O'Reilly would be on the bench and Moy would be starting, I wouldn't have believed you. But he is. He's a first pick nowadays, isn't he? He has to be now, yeah. Um, Hi. And you get so many players and, uh, you know, we had one in Juranovic who went to the World Cup to earn his move. Like you say, and Moy's gone there with the kind of the opposite intention in mind of I'm going out there to prove to my current employers that I deserve to be there, that I deserve a place there and that I'm better than what they've got. I need a really good World Cup. Um, I am one of those ones, I think, that um, on here that was not overly convinced by him in his performances pre-World Cup. I thought at the time, you know, a good squad signing, but I hadn't been been, been blown away by what he'd done pre-World Cup. Since he's come back, he's he's one of the first names in, in the team sheet now. He's we'll let you away with that, Kevin, because no, you, you called Thank Taylor you. first, so, yeah. <laughs> We've all had bad I'm calls, Laura. We've all had bad calls. I, called <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to bring uh, Diego Laxalt into the conversation, but it's, <gasps> It's a Sunday it's night. Like salt. It's all high. <laughs> you know, we've all had it. Perhaps <laughs> the best of us. 
<laughs> Thank God I'm not on Twitter anymore <laughs> after that. <laughs> no, but you're right, it, it, and it's actually oh, really, magic. it's really refreshing yeah. to see that that he's gone out there with the intentions of coming back to do the best for his own football club, not to try and get a move away. And by the way, I don't blame. Juranovic, I don't think he's a mercenary. We've had a lot of mercenaries at the football club over the years. I don't put Juranovic in that yeah. category. Juranovic no, was one of those players who's reached a certain age in his sorry, Juranovic is one of those players who'd reached a certain age in his career where he knows he's got one big move left in him. And then he's got a World Cup to go and try and prove that he's worth it. So you can't blame him for that, really, for going after it. And as I say, with Moy, it's the opposite way around. And he's actually had to go there and displace a boy that was kind of first reserve for the Danish team in O'Reilly. He was very close to getting in the Danish World Cup squad um, and who previously everybody's raving about has been probably um, the best centre midfielder that we've got behind Callum McGregor. And now it's the other way around. I mean, we spoke before some of the games where you're going... You know, which one do you play? Is it Moy? Is it is it O'Reilly? You know, there's a bit of a toss-up there. Now there's no decision to make at all. Or uh, sorry, Moy just walks into the team, and O'Reilly's the one that's got a real uh, task in his hands now to get the jersey back. How do you manage him now, Laura? How do you manage O'Reilly? Um, because obviously Moy, you don't drop him, and I think that that was maybe a decision that Ange might look back on and regret against Rangers. Moy dropping out. Um, but how do you how do you manage O'Reilly now to make sure that he doesn't completely lose the momentum that he's built up? Um, uh, listen, I think if you were to ask Ange the question, he would probably say there's no managing to be done. You're you're a player at Celtic Football Club. You can't expect to be in the team. It's up to you to work hard to get back into the team. It's and I like his approach as far as that's concerned. He's not a manager for putting an arm round guys and and, and molly coddling them in any way. They're, they should know the position that they're in is a very fortunate one to be in and it's up to them to improve that situation for themselves. Other managers might say, you know, I'll, I'll sit him down and have a talk to him and, and, and tell him his opportunity will come. But you can't guarantee an opportunity for a player who was off form before Moy replaced him and has been replaced by a guy who's playing some of the best football of his career. So Ange isn't in the business of, of providing players with guarantees that he's not going to keep. And I think that's exactly what he'll do with with, with O'Reilly. He'll, he'll, he'll look at the situation. If, if Moyes' form drops off and or O'Reilly's form improves, then one will be out and one will be back in and it'll be as simple as that. Mm, for sure. Listen, it turned out to be a very good evening for uh, Celtic. 2 nothing against Dundee United and we maintain the nine-point gap. At the top of the league, thanks everybody for getting involved, peaking at 700 live, which is unbelievable, on a post-match. Thanks everybody for your support ongoing. Um, along the bottom of the page, we continue to advertise the fact that we recorded a charity single for St Mary's. The glory and the dream is always going to be available. So we will share that link underneath the video. And uh, every single penny that we raise goes to Celtic's birthplace. We don't um, intend to take any uh, cash for the recording fees and the video fees, etc. That's something that we've obviously put up. Every penny that comes in goes to St Mary's, the birthplace of Celtic Football Club. If you want to come along and see the whites of our eyes and see Axom live, there are some tickets available for Danny McGrain underneath this video as well. 
Um, this is January, the end of January. So next month, we've got Tom Boyd and Martin O'Neill. One question I'm going to give you a wee second to think, Kev. One question you could ask Martin O'Neill, Laura, if you got the opportunity, what would it be? Uh, probably does he agree with me that the haircut Sibold was sporting for Dundee United is a red card for violent conduct? <laughs> but by the way, that was so quick. Well done. And yes, I, I certainly think it is. And this is coming from someone whose hair has been the subject of much criticism in the past. What about yourself, Kevin? If you had one question to ask Martin O'Neill, what would it be? I mean, how do you follow that question? That's a belt. Um, it's going to have to be about Roy Keane's beard then. You know, is is Roy Keane's beard the best in world football? There you go. I, I don't know. I think Brian McClear's is up there. Brian McClear's beard is absolutely I, furious. I don't know about Roy Keane's beard, but his tash is pretty strong. He's got rid of that, but the tash was pretty good. How can he pull off a tash and Jota can't? I wish he would uh, shave that off. Anyway, coming from a man who's never in 44 years been able to grow either, I think that uh, is the end of the show this evening. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. And thank you to Kevin McCluskey and Laura Bradburn for joining me on A Celtic State of Mind. and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.